o'clock the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus. Edmiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Kemp. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Dave Kaiser. Hi, yo. Well, that's good. This is Aunt Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Chris Cooley, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. With a nocturn, we send as our best. This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. This is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raleigh. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Garden Report. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tahir Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Some of the uh, extraordinary people who have been on the air here for uh, the last, I don't know, a few uh, years. Yeah, a few years. Uh, not not the almost uh, 100 years old uh, the station is, but uh, they they weren't on that quite a lot. But some of the some of the people I actually started putting that together for our 60th uh, anniversary. We did a, a show. Uh, a couple of us did a show uh, about the station. Had guests. Uh, it was it was for a year. Every Sunday night we would uh, have people on and and talk about a different aspect of WPTF and that was the the opening for the show so i just uh, I, I moved it when the show ended i i moved it to the weekend gardener and i've added to it considerably over the years but, i've had uh, people tell me they listen to the show to hear that <laughs> <laughs> well you know they all listen to the rest of it too because it's it's good stuff and we have uh incredible miss clapp is with us of course this morning the former attorney general and secretary of state of north carolina and the uh 
former deputy chief counsel of the Senate Watergate Committee, uh, Rufus Edmonston, who I believe is about 15 years you've been on this show, Rufus. Which Close to that. And, incredible. And we were speaking of you, you were speaking of the Watergate. This is the 50th year, and we're holding a big celebration in the Senate caucus room. For those of you who are old enough to remember the Watergate hearings when they preempted uh, yeah. soap operas and, right. and my little niece wrote me a letter, Uncle Rufus, I hate Watergate, take it off. It has it has messed, messed up, up my, my cartoons. <laughs> All of that. So yeah, we. Um, so brother Rufus is uh, here. Extraordinary that you've you've been on that long. Uh, Debbie Stringer is uh, with us this morning. Who is with Permatil? Um, we've got um, Andrea Lane uh, and. Who's been on the show for several years now? Uh, was uh, Master Gardener Durham County and now in Mitchell County, and uh, an extension agent, Johnny Coley in Granville and Person County, and we're honored, great honor. I, I, I'm so th- happy to have two uh, representatives from our two oldest sponsors on this show, uh, Permatil and Black Cow. Michael Lang is president of Black Cow. Michael, thank you for joining us this morning. Michael, are you with us? I uh, I could hear something in the background. I'm not I'm not sure. Uh, oh, okay. Well, we'll see if we can get him back. Mm-hmm. See if we can get him back on there, uh, Jason. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. You know, each season brings a different challenge for the health and safety of your car. King's Auto Service believes in being proactive for the maintenance of your car and the effects of the coming colder weather. It's now time to get belts, hoses, and fluid levels checked along with your antifreeze protection level, tread depth on your tires for maximum handling, and the control of your vehicle are also important for winter weather conditions. King's Auto Service can help with your preparation. For those of you currently driving a Toyota Prius or any other hybrid vehicle, the certified hybrid technicians at King's are ready to diagnose and give you available options for a high-voltage battery pack replacement for less than the dealer will charge for that replacement. And this usually occurs around 150,000 miles or so. So call King's on Monday. Schedule a courtesy battery analysis. King's Auto Service and King's Correct Lube. Easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. And, um, you know, Black Cow has has been um, been with us for many, I'm not sure how long, many, many years. And uh, it's, you know, it's really... Um, Incredible that y'all would Permatil and Black Cow would be so loyal. Uh, I I hope that says something about the show that it so, it, it, it is does. enduring, mm-hmm. if nothing else. Mm-hmm. But uh, we certainly certainly thank y'all. Um, we thank all our sponsors. But uh, Debbie, I've I seen like like I've known you forever, and um, I hope we can get Mr. Lang on. You know, every time you buy a bag of a Black Cow, you're you're really helping the environment. Black cow process uh, helps to kind of repurpose manure. 
Bet you never thought about that. Recycling. Recycling, yeah. So it's environmentally friendly and beneficial for your garden and lawn. That's right. And the mature manure. Black cow contains up to 10 times more nutrients and microbes than garden soils. That's a lot. And it helps to retain moisture, too. Your lawn, flower beds, and vegetable gardens will be off to a great start with black cow. Everything grows better with sun, water, and black cow. For more details, all you need to do is check out their fabulous website. You can also see a, a, a photo of the president, uh, Michael Lang, and all the staff members there, and, and uh, get a lot of great advice about uh, how to grow your garden. All right, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Uh, Frank Timberlake uh, is uh, is with us. We lost Andrea for some reason. Frank, how you doing, buddy? Good morning. Happy anniversary to you folks. <laughs> Happy well, anniversary. Hello, Frank. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I, we... Actually, it was in January, but that's just, that's the kind of a recurring thing every week that well, uh, I, Charles I, I, Osgood. I've been behind, you know. Uh, that's all right. Uh, crazy weather, and yesterday I couldn't even breathe with the pollen and everything, but I yeah. hope it's okay to start planting flowers now. You think we're around the curve? I think, uh, I think <laughs> sh- what kind of flowers you want to plant, Frank? I, I don't know. I, I know you got a couple of master gardeners uh, sitting there. We got an extension you know, agent. When we moved from Raleigh out here to Zebulon, bought 15 acres, Linda and I immediately went through. We actually helped a nice lady with the extension department. Uh, we helped start the, the Wake County Herb. I'd forgotten that, the Herb Society or whatever. Uh, we started it at Hespa Baptist Church over in Wendell. We had a nice lady came out. Uh, it seems like her name was Erlene or something from the Wake County uh, Agriculture Extension. They have some great master gardeners. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Linda went decided she'd go through the master gardener program, which she did with is it Tony Avent? Tony Avent is not. Uh, he was an extension agent many years ago. But, well, uh, no, he, we've he, been around as long. He's as an long entrepreneur. Your anniversary there, Rufus. But uh, you, you know, anyway, uh, we. We went, Linda went through the program, and I found out what that meant. When it comes to planting stuff, Linda is the master, and I am the gardener. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's the other way around at home. Yeah. The what? It's the other way around at Rufus's house. Well, we, we try, but it, it won't work. You're, you, you got it exactly right, Frank. And what what kind of plant in the world, you with your wife being a master gardener, she would know more than anybody about what to do. Of course, it's a little bit, little bit early to put like zinnia seeds in the ground. And all it's a little bit, little bit too, too yeah, cold. People, yeah, people yeah, start going after the annuals, and it's really not. I'm, I'm sure they're for sale at some, some places. Well, it's kind of funny because Grandmother Timberlake's uh, sweet Betsy that came from Granville County is is blooming a little bit. Oh, I'll have to check mine to see. And I, 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 yeah, I, I just I was appalled that it was that early because it's kind of been a screwy year. And then we have Kiss Me at the Gate. Grandmother Timberlake lived at Grassy Creek, and she would take you by the elbow to show you. She'd say, I would like to show you my flowers. And she would say, she 
would say, uh, my brother Saul brought this to me from Norfolk, Virginia in 1930. And I don't know the real name for Kiss Me at the Gate, but it, it, it's a it's a very stemmy plant with little yellow bell, almost carnation type, the mm. size, a little bit bigger than a penny, but not as big as a nickel. Do, is it a rose, Frank? No, it's not. It's not a rose. But Kiss Me by the Gate is the only name we've ever known it by. Let me uh, let me ask Johnny Coley. Johnny, have you ever heard of a flower by that name? I don't know it by that name. He says a stemmy. Is it viney or you said stemmy? Oh. Well, it's got uh, it's got it's got long stems. You, you know the the, the 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 trunk of it that comes up from the ground is very long and stemmy, and, and it's got uh, uh, small tomato almost small to tomato like leaves up and down. That thinking lady. Lady Banks Rose comes to mind. The only thing I can think of is I, I Lady don't think Banks it's Rose. rose. It looks more, it, the flower itself looks more like a little puffy yellow carnation, but they're, they're anyway, they're, they're blooming now. That sounds like Lady Banks Rose to me also. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Lady Banks does have a different flower than a I'll lot you, of roses. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll take a picture of it and, uh, and, and send it to Mike. Yeah, that'd be you fine, Frank. Yeah, you can yeah. look at it. Rufus used to have a Lady Banks rose uh, that grew up into a, a crepe myrtle. <laughs> I, I would have uh, Lady Banks. Lady Banks doesn't have thorns on it either, Frank. No. Yeah. And it can it can go as high as 40 feet. Yeah. Mm, this, this goes up as high as the running rose bush that's next to it. It goes up to probably six, seven feet tall. Oh. And you're not you're not talking about forsythia, are you? Oh no, no, I know what forsythia looks like, and, and I've, I've had forsythia. I got rid of all of my privet. They they're almost too invasive or something. I got rid of all my privet and all of my uh, forsythia. Yeah, it will multiply very rapidly. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, so hmm. so we're uh yeah we're we're getting excited. Uh, we have the raised beds, and uh, you know I have. Well, I, my job uh, is the black is the black cow lady still there? No, uh, the permatil lady is here. Uh, uh, we don't have anybody from black cow yet. Okay, well, but we're talking about. I mean, you can talk about black cow. That's fine. No, that's that's fine. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I, I I took uh, did a little experiment last year. Took the black cow and replaced some of the uh, oh, you know, the dirt that's got the I, it comes in the bag, green and yellow bag. I can't even think of. Yeah, what just it. just soil, just soil. Yeah, and I thought I thought three things when we were getting ready for the beds last year, and I, I haven't had a chance to do it this year. But if my granddad Timberlake was alive, he'd be upset with me because I thought I said I'm out there working in the yard, and I bought bottle. Water, water in a bottle. I bought rocks, which he I know he he uh, he'd be upset about. But I thought four of my family members up in Gra <clears throat> Northern Granville were in the dairy business, and we didn't have to buy any black cow. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, and I thought that. if he saw me buying these three things, you know. If he knew about it, he'd probably come back and hate me, you know. <laughs> oh, there's no doubt about it. 
Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we're excited about spring. Well, it, it, well Frank, we did you, are too. Did you hear me talk about that good palmetto cheese from up there at Timberlake, North Carolina? Oh yeah, that uh, Rob Hall works with Dave. Yeah, that, yeah, we know that's who gave it uh, to us. Yeah, Rob. Well, I, I figured. Uh, I don't know if he's got stock in it or he's just a palmetto <laughs> cheese ambassador. He's a, he's a person county ambassador. He is, but uh, of course Dave Bratcher, one of the best radio broadcasters ever was and one of the finest people oh yeah period they're, they're just great and uh uh then you got uh rob hall but i went up there to take steve troxler to see billy timberlake's uh country store he took a, a old building and saved part of it and made made a country store out of it uh-huh. steve wanted to see it and then uh that that farm is uh, y'all are familiar, I'm sure, with the Century Farm Program, mm-hmm. uh, where, where they recognize farms that over 100. And I think that farm now is 167, 187 wow. years old. How about that? And and so we took Steve up there and everything, and we went to uh, we went to some place and broke bread after we did an interview over there at Dave Bratcher's and. Uh, Rob Hall comes out with this pimento cheese. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, I think Steve Troxler now is probably an addict. I know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's good stuff. It, it really it, is. It's, it's the very best. Of course, you know, it comes out of Timberlake, so what can I say about hey. that? Well, you know, Rufus and I have done two remote broadcasts at T.G. Brooks' store. Right in the heart of of downtown Timberlake. We certainly have with uh, with uh, Johnny Coley, who's an extension agent up there, who's on with us right now. We we certainly did. For Dave Bradshaw's station, we were invited. I've been on that station three times on uh, Rob's show, and we, we just had a ball. Had oh, a they good have, time. Yeah, he has a, he has a great show. Uh, on Fridays. I, lo- I love that uh, love that kind of situation, whether it's gardening, local news, or the Shriners Fish Fry. Everything that goes on that community, those folks connect everybody. Yeah, they do. And, uh, you know, I've preached many times that uh, life is about connecting the dots. I told somebody the other day, I'll never be a wealthy man, but I'm very rich because of all the people who I know, have met, liked, and some of them loved. You well, know? There you go. Well, Frank, great to talk to you always. Have oh, heard... it's springtime. I'm I'm glad to be on your show. Oh, and, right. uh, y'all do just the most fantastic job. It's it's uh, how many years is it? Uh, Thirty seven for me. The show is seventy seven years old uh, because of uh, of course the Tar Heel Garden. I don't, Mike. I don't know if you remember this, but I I, I actually was on the air some at PTFD. I didn't get in that thing that you did a while ago. I knew, I know you were in sales. <clears throat> no, I Jimmy Dean was the program director. He was. And George Dennis was there. Yeah. And uh Charlie Stigall was the program director. Uh-huh. He and and I did Sunday afternoons and um uh, I did Sunday afternoons of some and uh after Bill Hoke stepped out of our best to you, the old Jimmy Cash program. Uh-huh. I did that uh, several months, at least, and everything. But <clears throat> that was good times. We were down on Salisbury Street. Yeah, yeah, we certainly were. That they were good times. Do you remember when I substituted? Uh, Wally Osley got uh, trapped down in a, a traffic accident. Uh, 
coming back from Newburn to do the state Georgia Tech game? No. No, I don't remember that. I, <clears throat> Gary Dornberg called and said, Frank, are you, you, do you remember I was always mocking Wally Osley? Uh, no, I don't remember that. Okay, well. You're you're a good mocker, Lou. I know that. Thank you, Rufus. <clears throat> well, anyway, uh, uh, he called. Wally called and said, I just, he stopped at the phone booth. I just can't get there, you know. So Gary called and said, you know, get over here. So I went to Carter Finley and everything. And the, <clears throat> for 17 minutes, I didn't say a lot, but for 17 minutes, nobody knew that Wally wasn't on the air. <clears throat> And it was the Georgia Tech game, and this is what has happened. <clears throat> Hello, everybody. This is Wally Osley, and Wolfpack football is on the air. Uh, <laughs> and, with Frank, with that, we're going to have that to is, leave. That's great, yeah, That's good. You like that, huh? Y- you, take yeah. ca- you take care, Frank. Hey, good to hear from you. Uh, good to hear from you. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right, more of the Weekend Gardener uh, coming up here on WPTF. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Uh, it's uh, 1035 WPTF time as, as the show crumbles before us. <laughs> Just like uh, all those rocks I saw in uh, in the, the Holy Land. I, they, they have got some rocks. The farther south, and we started at the Sea of Sea of Galilee, and uh, the farther, which is fairly lush up in there, uh, but and you know it was really eerie. The eeriest thing of all the stuff was hearing um, jets, fighter jets, flying over at night up near the Syrian border because uh, we were up near the Sea of Galilee is near the Golan Heights. Yes, well, from the '67 war, and you know, the, and uh, Syria and and uh, Israel both claim claim that to a certain extent and uh, just hearing the 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 israeli jets <clears throat> flying over occasionally was uh, very eerie late at night for real that Sounds would like, uh, mm-hmm. get me awake uh, brought you back to rea- there was reality and and surreal yeah history things were surreal you know it was a very most unusual place i've ever been i've been on fair amount of trips not like i'm not as well traveled as you Secretary, but uh, certainly the Holy Land was. Well, it, it, everybody, it, everybody needs to go. It's it's one where you will think about it longer and more in depth than any any other trip you take because it, a lot of things will come back to you. It's like I, I kept mentioning to you several times. I hope you get to go up to Masada. To, to Masada, I did, and that had such an impression on me. Yeah, and. As I mentioned too, about the the Jordan River wasn't what I thought it was was going to be. Well, it's because uh, the Jordan River is is a stream in some areas and and um, you know a ditch bank in in others because of uh, of irrigation. Irrigation. A lot of people there use that development, um, and and so it. Uh, but we went went to the area where. And it was kind of a cool, um, it was sort of humid. It was the only time it felt humid. It was a very dry place over there, and and I, uh, I was uh, it, it thought it was extraordinary. 
where it's believed that that uh, Jesus was was baptized, we went to that area, and I brought water back from there. So uh, you know, it's, it's it's extraordinary that you finally, after a lifetime, you get to you get to do something like this. So I hope everybody gets a a chance yeah. to do it. It is it is extremely overwhelming to me because we did so much. We saw it all. We re- we really I, I think we saw it all. We didn't have a lot of time to to spend in any one place, but uh, we were in Jerusalem for a long time. But uh, we were up from from the crack of dawn until till uh, you know le- you know late afternoon to early evening. So traveling and and going to places. So hope everybody gets to it. And my Facebook page it's not the Weekend Gardener Facebook page. My personal Facebook page. If your friend mind you uh, on Facebook you you saw all my my photographs and there are a lot I took a lot of pictures so it's really extraordinary yeah but knowledge will bring you the opportunity to make a difference that is the Cliff Joyner <laughs> book saying of the day now Debbie Cliff Joyner is uh, one of my childhood friends and he sent. He's a financial planner, and he sent a book to uh, that has you know calendar and all of the stuff in it. Very nice one to Rufus, and he started sending them every year. And they have little sayings for each date. So Rufus has has started giving us a saying. It's not actually Cliff Joiner, but <laughs> who, who actually said that? Well, this was a person named Claire. Fagan. Claire Fagan. All right. Well, might as well have been Cliff Joyner. (laughs) Andrea Lane was was away for for a little while, and you were listening online up there, I uh, hear. Was it coming in well? Uh, Yes. Very good. Right here in front of me. Well, I'm sorry you left. I turned off, though, when I got on. I'm sorry you left us. Now, Debbie... Debbie's going to be, where are you going to be, uh, when is this thing going to be in Buncombe County? It's, is it Buncombe County? Flat uh, Rock? Flat Rock, uh, the Western North Carolina Gardening Symposium, October 12th at Blue Ridge Community College down in Flat Rock. It's a, it's a wonderful day-filled symposium. Wonderful speakers come in. Um, I think I texted you the link, Andrea. Um, yes. Yes, Very it is actually good. being hosted, though, by the Buncombe County Master Gardener. Okay. Uh, so you know County about it. In Asheville. Yes, I do. Oh, good. Well, maybe y'all can meet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> y'all can meet up yeah. there. That would be great. Maybe. I'm going to come over. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. Could I also give a shout-out before we go to the plant sale that's in Durham County? Please do. We meant to do that last hour, and we got, they got all bound yeah. up as we usually do. So do that. Yeah. So this Saturday, April 9th, from 10 to 2, um, the Master Gardeners in Durham County are um, uh, having a plant sale at the Extension office, um, and that is, folks don't know, 721 Foster Street in Durham, and there'll be all sorts of, you know, natives and um, uh, old-time favorites, uh, you know, things procured from people's uh, uh, yards, Master Gardeners' yards, so maybe someday in the future, we can go over and harvest some of Rufus's hellebores for the sale. <laughs> Bring a lot of lot of buckets and a lot of shovels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of buckets and trucks. Yeah, yeah we got to... They, they, they would. You know, these, these people with their, their plant cells, they're pretty... And to have a Rufus Edmonston-grown 
plant yeah. would be, uh, be is really cool. I have several. <laughs> I have several. I it's a great honor. So, yeah. yeah. I, I brought some from Durham in uh, pots, but unfortunately they didn't make it through the first winter on my deck. <laughs> By the way, well, Rosa Sharon's grew up there, Andrea. I, I don't remember. Uh, you know, I've seen a, some. I, I haven't seen a lot. I've seen a lot of, unfortunately, multiflora rose which is invasive here. Is it invasive by you guys, too? Or do you even... Well, Rufus doesn't like to talk about that, but... (laughs) Well, yeah, it it will produce a lot of uh, seedlings, and and I dig them up to share with the audience. That's right. I want to be like Johnny Appleseed with the the Rose of Sharon, which is... It is, yeah. They are you know, invasive. The, the, the invasive plants, it's not that they're, they're ugly. It's that they're no, I mean, there are a lot. Of, that's, it's, it's, yeah. it's kind of nice in a way for, for some of the plants. I mean, you know, crepe myrtles can be that way, too. Crepe myrtles yeah. are pretty – some some people don't like – some people destroy them by, uh, you know, cutting them in, in half. These 10-foot-tall well, trees <laughs> completely in half no, for some reason. There's no short-term harm, but there is long-term harm in letting an invasive. Yeah, well, that's right. So uh, certainly uh, for an area that it's uh, that it's not not if native. You're any, if you're near any kind of natural area, you really should um, not plant them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because you can't you can't control what's going on in that natural area. Right, y'all don't have crepe myrtles. You can't grow crepe myrtles there. You know, I've seen a, I've seen a couple. Really? Just, oh wow! You know, I mean, a couple. Maybe it's getting warmer, so you can. <laughs> yeah, I think you have to go to a lower, you know, closer to Asheville. Right. Yeah. Now they won't grow in Boone. Yeah. None. Yeah. Johnny, they'll grow in, in Person County and Granville County. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. They're zone, yeah. 6A might be as, you know, pushing it 7, 7A easy, um, 6A maybe. But, yeah, get into 6B like Boone is, that's, um, yeah, it's going to be too cold for them in the it's pretty. It's pretty tough. So, how are your um, how are you, how is your peacock and goose and and uh, your chickens and all your animals doing? Everybody's doing well. We just uh, got finished up calving season, so we're on um, uh, ten ten calves this year. We have one one cow yet to yet to calve. Uh, she was bred last fall, but I'm not uh-huh. sure if she lost it. I don't know what what went on. She um she may not. May not calve, but yeah. had twins this year actually. How about that? Birthers, so um, we uh, did have even, even though we <clears throat> have one cow that maybe is not going to calve, she uh, we we still had ten calves. So, uh, so does the uh, so does the the peacock or the goose keep the coyotes away? Uh, or the foxes. Well, the peacocks stay up most of the time. The, the goose is probably the, the loudest right now. When the pe- when as the spring goes on, the peacocks will become. Is the goose ornery? Uh bossy. Bossy. Uh, okay. Ornery, just bossy. Yeah. She uh, she's in the same uh, pen as the chicken, so she um, she sort of runs the runs the roost as you might say. How about that? Uh, she, she just sort of herds them around and yeah. um, bosses, bosses them around. But, um, so you got yeah, uh, the, Master Gardener's got anything going on now, or you got any announcements you want to share with us? Uh, well, the as I mentioned, that expo um, we've got coming up uh, April twenty third. 
uh, in Granville County. Uh, it's actually put on by the uh, Granville Gardeners, which is a, a, a very active garden club in, in Granville County. Uh, it's uh, Saturday, April 23rd from 9 to 3, and there will be lectures uh, during that time. Uh, Master Gardeners will have a booth there selling peppers and tomatoes. Um, and like I said, several, uh, several speakers, uh, I'll be talking about, uh, vegetable garden, vegetable gardening for beginners, um, in one. And then we'll talk about tomatoes, uh, in another lecture, uh, how to, how to grow tomatoes successfully, um, in, in North Carolina, which is a, is a challenge as we all know. Yeah. So, um, we'll have those two, uh, two and other, other topics as well will be, We'll be talking about, and uh, there'll be vendors there. So it's, um, yeah, if you don't have anything to do, it's uh, Saturday, April 23rd from, from 9 to 3. So we'll <laughs> be there for that. Do you all take the Master Gardeners to that extension station there that has the blueberries, all the blueberry plants? Uh, we we do. Uh, we try to – we have not been out there this spring just for, for, for the time um, – on my part more so than anything else, but, uh, we do try to keep that clean and, uh, and, um, uh, as far as I say, clean, trying to keep weeds and everything out. It, it grew up for several years before we, uh, took it back over and we, it's, it's a work in progress, you might say. So it's, right. Well, I was out there this week and it, it looks, looks good. Um, the, the research station, uh, employees keep it mowed in between the rows and everything, so that that helps. Yeah, but absolutely. In between the plants, still uh, you have blackberries growing, sweet gums, of course, uh, grow everywhere, and then the honeysuckle vines are beginning to um, flush back out. So there's there's always challenges out there, but yeah, that's a that is a nice uh, nice area there, and we've uh, we had a. Uh, crepe myrtle. You talked about crepe myrtles earlier. We had a crepe myrtle program back in February up at Camp Oak Hill, uh, which is southern, I think, mean, northern Granville County. Um, the camp up there that uh, that we meet at every once in a while, and we we pruned a few crepe myrtles and um, just you know I, I tell everybody prune crepe myrtles from the from the bottom, not from the top. You know, you just you look up and get your tallest one. If you need it shorter. And just take that whole limb out. You don't cut it off, you know, halfway off, like you were you were mentioning earlier. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we did a did a crepe myrtle um, workshop up there back in uh, back in February. So, yeah, they're you know, like I said it's they're, they're a very active group. Um, usually have a hard time keeping up with them. So that's, that's uh, well, that's good. <laughs> I, I I know uh, that it's a a great group of people and. Uh, when do you have uh, training again? We do have uh, training in August. Uh, starts August 11th. Um, it'll be every Thursday from nine till twelve, um, starting in August. Can people apply now? Uh, I haven't really got it set up for applications yet. Um, I, if anybody is interested, they can contact me. I've got a list that I've, um, I've gotten started. Wonderful. So contact me, and then as I. As we get closer, I will contact those that are on my contact list and uh, and give them information about how to how to join. I've got several people already uh, on that list that are that are interested in in uh, in taking the training. So uh, Paul McKenzie and I actually are, are going to try a, 
do a, a class together this year. He had a, a training last year, but with COVID and everything, um, uh, we, we thought we, in the last class I had was during COVID, we thought we'd try to combine and, um, and do a combined class or combined training this year. We'll be in two different locations. I'll have my class in the location. He'll have his class in the location. And then we'll, we'll group, we'll come together through, uh, the platform, the video platform of Zoom and, um, have, have, the, the two classes joined together. So we're going to see how that works. Um, so we talked about that earlier in, in the, um, I guess, December, January timeframe. All right. Um, decided to give that a try. So we're going to, going to see it, see what happens. Very good. That, I think very, very likely will be, will be good. I was going to, um, uh, talked about bowls a, a lot with, uh, with Permatil and, um, a lot of times, there's confusion between the vole and the mole. Absolutely. <laughs> we get that question a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and a lot of people think that the tunneling in their yard are, you know, are voles a lot of times, but that's, that's the mole versus the not, not the vole. Um, and the mole is a carnivore where the, where the vole is the herbivore, of course, um, eating, eating the plant. So um, just, you know, Letting people know that the um, that the, the the tunnels in their yard are created by the by the mole uh, rather than the vole, but the vole is definitely damaging uh, to our to our plants. Yeah, they get voles can dig, but they're not as good at it as, as tunnel. Yeah, they're not as aggressive as the uh, the mole is. Well, they like to use a mole tunnel occasionally. Yes, they absolutely they do. do. Superhighway. Yeah. yeah. Been very advantageous in, in doing that, especially if the the mole comes around a plant that they like. They'll they'll definitely use that tunnel yeah. and get to the roots of it. Um, and the uh, and the mole can do can do damage to a to a plant. I don't know if permatil. I know it's not uh, really uh, advertised to to do a lot of mole deterrent. But right. I didn't know if that if he'd ever had had any um, research done on on the permatil with the mole. Is that? I tell you what, we need to take a break, and uh, we'll talk about that uh, uh, in our remaining moments here on the weekend. Gardener nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Better hurry up if you're going to call. Um, you know, Rufus gave us his testimonial about squirrels, uh, but squirrels can be a big nuisance in your garden. They eat uh, flower buds. They dig. They got plants. They chew on decks and outdoor furniture. They can be really annoying, but. You can put a stop to squirrel damage with Imos Garden Squirrel Repellent. Imos Garden Squirrel Repellent is a safe and effective way to keep squirrels from digging and chewing. It contains botanical oils and natural ingredients that squirrels don't like. Available in liquid and granular, Imos Garden Squirrel Repellent is effective and easy to use, and it works without the use of harmful toxins or chemicals. And you can spray Imos Garden Squirrel Repellent directly on buds and flowers or sprinkle the Imos Garden Granular Repellent directly in the soil of your flower pots to uh, prevent digging. And if you want to prevent squirrels from chewing on trees, spray your trees as soon as they start leaving out. Imos Garden Repellents 
are sold all over the Triangle area, so you look for Imos Garden Squirrel Repellent at your favorite garden center or hardware stores such as Durham Garden Center and Homewood Nursery in Raleigh. And while you're there, be sure to check out the other Imos Garden natural repellents for deer, rabbits, moles, voles, snakes, dogs, cats, and more. Protect your garden today with safe and humane repellents from Imos Garden. We'll be back. More of the Weekend Gardener straight ahead. Not very much, but some. 1054. (laughs) You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yeah, we better hurry up. Um... Let's let's go to Barbara real quick. Uh, Barbara, we only have a couple of minutes. I'll make it quick. Yeah. Glad you're back. But Thank the you. But that y'all were talking about, I want to go home. Yeah. Porter Wagner, Bobby oh. Bear. Oh, Okay, Lordy. yeah, that's up. Thank you. Thank you, Barbara. Oh, yeah, y'all didn't go back and say it, so I said, I want to call in. Yeah. <laughs> that is It kind of went in one ear and out the other after, oh, after you're that. You're glad to be back home. And Rufus, you can sing it any time. Okay, I now now I now I know where to look. All right for the, for the words. And, and Blake Sheldon sang it most recently in one of his making songs with yeah. a younger generation. Yeah. All right. Well, y'all Thank you so much. Well, that is, that's great. Hey, you know, I was listening. I, I listen to podcasts a lot, and the Weekend Gardener is on podcasts. There are like six hundred episodes right. on Apple or uh, Google, and and I was listening to the Sopranos. There's a Sopranos. Uh, the, two of the characters uh, from that show have a podcast. And I was listening to that, and that ran out, and it immediately went to a weekend gardener. I heard the rooster and everything, and it went on, and all of a sudden, Ru- Rufus introduced himself. So it must have been uh, a second or third hour where we started with Rufus's song, and I just laughed. I'm walking, down, I'm walking through my neighborhood just laughing like crazy yesterday. I want to add to that. That rooster came on the radio a little early, didn't he? I don't, beats me. I'm, I'm still in another time zone. Barbara, we got to go, but thank you. You're welcome. All right. Have a great weekend. All right. Uh, Brother Rufus, Miss Ann, Deborah, thank you very much. Brother Johnny. Thank you. Miss Andrea, we'll be, be in touch. We want y'all back on real soon. Thank you very much right, for bye-bye. joining. Have a great Goodbye. weekend. Goodbye. Thank bye. you. We'll, uh, we all love you. God loves you. We'll be back next week. Lord willing. <laughs> <laughs>